Hello and welcome to episode 13 of our Data Protection Tea Break. In this episode, we're discussing changes to the registration requirements in the bailiwick that come into effect from January 2021. We'll run through the key changes that anyone using personal data in their work needs to be aware of. Joining me today is Emma Martins, Data Protection Commissioner for the Bailiwick of Guernsey. Emma, hi, it's lovely to see you. It's been some time since we've been able to do a podcast and obviously we're still not back in the same room together. Yeah, it's great to be here Um, and we're all, all adjusting, aren't we? But it's great to see you, albeit on Zoom. So I'll just launch straight in, actually, because the reason we're getting together for this podcast after so long is because of these massive changes that we have to registration. And this is a big one because there are no longer any exemptions and this now will affect pretty much anybody in the bailiwick. Do you want to just run through a very quick explanation of what's happening? Yes, well, it is a big change for some, but actually uh, the point to make is for some organisations, and indeed for quite a few, there will be very little that actually changes. Uh, There will continue to be annual registration and payment that they're required to complete um, between January and February each year. But since the law came in, which was back in 2018 now, there's been an exemption um, for registration for organisations that process very limited amounts of personal data. And it's important to note at at this juncture that that's not been an exemption to compliance, to looking after data well. Um, It's just an exemption to the registration and payment duties. So those exemptions effectively fall away at the end of this year, at the end of 2020. So from 2021, anyone who is processing personal data, that's information about individuals, identifiable individuals, about you and me and the rest of the community, they will be required to register and pay an annual levy from uh, the beginning of next year and each year after that. So that's the difference. There are very, very limited exemptions around domestic processing. So obviously, if you just have your Christmas list at home on on your laptop, that's not going to be covered. But anyone who is processing personal information for essentially commercial activities uh, will no longer be exempt from those requirements and will have to register with us from January, February next year. And this is really bringing us into contact with another audience. I mean, like you say, the the main processes of data are still there, will still be carrying on as usual. But we're now reaching out to another area of people working in the bailiwick. These people who have before, like you say, been exempt and are really only using very limited pieces of data, but they're still processing data. I mean, it's very hard to think of any business activity, whatever sector, however big, however small, that doesn't in some way handle and process personal data, whether that's information about their staff or their clients. It's almost impossible to think of a, of a situation where a business is running without personal data. So we do recognise that this is a wider audience that we need to get this information to and these updates to because it really does essentially capture everybody. We are still getting queries, obviously, from people asking, are they still exempt? And there is perhaps that overlap of between the personal, you know, for your private domestic use and people who probably do only have a very limited business, but they they do still have that personal data, don't they? Yes, if it's being used for anything other than household purposes, domestic purposes, um, then it will be captured. So yes, uh, again, just most organisations and businesses will be captured. And as I say, it's very hard to imagine a situation where they wouldn't be. You mentioned before fees. So obviously, this may be a big thing for people who are new to this registration with us. In the past, you know, these large organisations, the financial houses that we have locally, they're used to this, they're used to us, they're used to being regulated, and they're used to paying a fee. 
putting a fee in place could be controversial to these smaller businesses who perhaps don't have the high turnovers. But a lot of work has gone into getting that in a, into a fair and easy format, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. And the, the law, when it came in in 2018, did require everybody to be registered. But what we did was arrange for an exemption to the payment and administration for the smaller, the very small businesses, until such time as, as government could agree on a, a, a fair um, and low-cost administrative process to get those registration fees in. And that's it has taken a little bit of time, but those requirements, we, ha- they, we have thought very carefully about them. I mean, we really do understand that, uh, that no one likes additional admin burdens um, and obviously to pay additional costs, and this is a particularly difficult time for many, many businesses. And we have worked very hard together with, with government to make the process um, as straightforward and low-cost as possible. And we, we understand it's not top of people's minds, so we, we've tried to make the process as, as streamlined as possible. For example, there'll be prompts at the end of the Guernsey registry process to help all those that, that uh, need to complete that at the beginning of next year. And also it will be easy to register directly onto our website. Um, and the fee, and it's important to mention as well, that the fee will remain unchanged uh, for organisations at £50 a year, unless you're a particularly large organisation where it will be £2,000 a year. And there is a very important reason for us having this fee as well, isn't there? there? This isn't just because we want to make money. This is about doing the right thing and being independent, isn't it? Yes, well, any regulation costs, and it's never a nice conversation, and people don't like um, being charged for things like regulation. It's not popular, but I think we need to take a, a step back and understand why data is so important for us as individuals and why it's so important for the economy and why reputationally our jurisdiction uh, benefits from having a a strong and independent regulator. So the question is, how do we fund that? And we are still not a huge office, so the the levies that are are charged will go towards running our office. At the minute, uh, we get money from government, um, and that's not great for independence. We, we, uh, We do act very independently, but the perception is important and the community need to understand and have faith in us that we act completely independently and ensuring that we are on a financially independent footing is an important part of that. Absolutely and uh, and again we mentioned about the importance of data we cannot really underestimate can we the the importance of looking after our own personal data and that of other people's that we hold and that harm that can be caused when it goes wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing we really want to do is encourage everyone to look at the protections of data and the protections that sit around data differently. I mean, it's rather than looking at it as a burden, which often is the case, it is actually a privilege to have people's information, um, but it comes with a responsibility and looking after it is much more than a legal requirement. It's also a moral duty. So, Yes, the admin of the filling in of the registration is important, but it's a bit like, think about the driving licence, for example, that that getting that licence is important, but what actually matters is how well you drive. And and the same for us, that the filling in the paperwork is, of course, an important legal requirement, but the most important thing really is for us all to understand how valuable data is and how much it needs to be looked after. So the admin is the first step in that process, but let's really focus our minds once we get beyond the, the newness of this registration process, let's focus our minds very much on looking after the data in our care, because that matters. It matters for us as individuals, as, as citizens. It matters for business, because that it's, it's all about trust and confidence if you look after data well. And of course, for the bailiwick, I mean, we need it for the economy. Data is so much a uh, part of the economy increasingly as, as we head into 
it's a fourth industrial revolution. I mean, it's all about data. So reputationally, if we can get this right for our community, we can get it right for our economy too. Mm, absolutely. And that matters just as much for small businesses, doesn't it, as it does for big businesses to get that right? I think it does. And it, it can be a lot more of a challenge for smaller businesses because they don't have the resources. So, you know, again, we're working terribly hard to make our guidance and support accessible and relevant. So it's not reams and reams of legal jargon. We, we're working to, to, in plain English, for example, to, to make sure that the guidance is accessible because we do recognise uh, the fact that small businesses struggle sometimes with these additional regulatory requirements when they come in. Um, so, again, it's, it's important that they understand and, and take on board their legal duties, but we're here to support and encourage as best we can to. Absolutely. And we offer our drop-ins, don't we? So um, if you know you run a small business, you can come in and come and sit with one of our Um, experts here who can help you guide you to help you understand what your responsibilities are because that moving past that first step of registration is really what it's about isn't it absolutely and i i don't like this the sense that the regulator is is uh, pitted against the regulated i mean we are all after the same thing we want the community and the business community and and our economy to thrive on looking after data well. So we very much see uh, the journey we're on uh, as alongside and with the regulated community. So we want to help uh, organisations and individuals understand what good compliance uh, and good governance looks like. So we're investing into getting our website improved. uh, And we do, as you've said, have regular drop-ins. We're running those weekly now because we understand that these new obligations coming into effect in, in January, February next year, 2021, They are going to be new for a lot of organisations and we want to help them understand why those new requirements are coming into force and what it actually means for them on a practical level. So there are lots of ways uh, um, you can find out a little bit more and get some support in navigating the next few months. Um, And it's probably important to mention here that for charities and not not for profits, things have slightly changed, but some things haven't. Yeah, so for charities and not-for-profits, they, they will need to register as everyone else does, but they, they won't need to pay a fee. So it is important, as you say, to, to, to mention that. We, we want, they, they do handle a lot of personal data and sometimes pretty sensitive personal data um, about individuals, but they won't be required to pay a fee. But they, uh, it, again, important to emphasise that the, the exemption from payment does not mean an exemption from compliance. So they still have to comply with the requirements of data protection law in looking after the personal data of, of individuals properly. Absolutely. And making sure that all of their documentation regarding the data they collect and everything is all as up to date as it should be for a business, like privacy notices and things like that. Yes, and that's an area that we, again, are investing time in getting right uh, over the next few months is providing specific and bespoke advice and support on our website for uh, not-for-profits and charities as other sectors as well. But again, recognising that that certain sectors and certain organisations don't have access to the resources and the skills and the support that other maybe larger organisations would have on tap. So we want to try and plug that as best we can. Um, mentioning large organisations again, so we do have in the bailiwick large companies who deal with you know, smaller entities that are registered with them or that they administer for them. So we have put some um, other procedures in place, haven't we, for these large organisations who have maybe hundreds or thousands of entities that they need to register. 
Yeah, we've looked carefully at our regulated community. We've seen that there are lots of, of entities that are administered by one company. Think of something like a corporate service provider. So in the registration model that we've put in place, uh, you can register if you're something like a, a corporate service provider. You can register as an overarching company, what's called a levy collection agency, an LCA. And that means when they register themselves, they can include the number of entities that they are reporting for and paying for. I mean, the some of them have hundreds, if not thousands, of these administered entities, and that becomes a huge administrative burden for, for that company each year, which is something we want to avoid because registering in and of itself does not help you look after the data that's in your care better. It's, it's an admin process, and when you're talking about hundreds, if not thousands of those, if you're a, a, a corporate service provider, for example, that can be very uh, time consuming. And really we want time to be spent in looking after the data rather than filling in forms. So if you act as an LCA, uh, and again, more information is going to be available uh, on our website if this, if, you're, if you want to find out some more about this, but you can register on behalf of your administered entities, which again makes the process, we hope, an awful lot easier for everybody, uh, for all those parties in, and including our office. And the less time we're spending on these things, the less money we're going to cost as well. We don't want to be spending um, additional resources and staffing on what is an administrative process. We want to be just doing data protection really well. And these um, companies that administer these entities, they often have already hold the data that we need to have about these other companies, don't they? So it's really just making sure that they've shown that they're fulfilling the duties and actually making sure we're aware of these entities, that, that they've got the correct data. Yeah, there are specific obligations for the LCAs, the levy collection agents, um, and that information can be found on our website. I won't go into the detail now, but uh, there are specific duties for them and reporting requirements for them. And uh, and of course, if if we uh, they are subject of a complaint or an inquiry, they have to disclose that information to us. Um, but again, this is about streamlining that particular administrative process so we can and they can focus uh, our attention and time on the thing that actually matters, which is getting data protection right. One of the things that we've done also, which is very new for us, is to produce a radio advert because we're we're trying to raise the awareness of what we do and about what people need to do with their data to another part of the community. You know, how important do you think that kind of thing is? I just think we need to be little bit creative about how we get across the message to the whole community. I mean, sometimes we can sit in conferences and we talk to uh, sectors and it's sort of a captive audience because they're already in the room. But this law affects everybody. It really does, whether as a citizen, it's about your information that's handled about you or a small business. So if we just keep talking to the people that are already in the room, then we're not going to capture everybody. So we're we're trying to be a little bit creative uh, about how we best get the information and get uh, and get support out to the wider community so things like radio adverts and and regular columns and and media coverage it it, that all matters because it then becomes part of just the wider narrative of the whole community as opposed to a small section of it emma that's lovely i think we've pretty much covered the basics of registration is there anything you'd like to just say as sort of a closing reminder to people listening yeah, I think it's, again, about not obsessing about the admin. It's easy to say, I understand that, and nobody welcomes uh, further administrative uh, requirements f- for their business. But it's to emphasise, yet again, um, that it matters. It's the first step, of course, but it is only the first step. It's the subsequent steps that really do matter. And it matters for us as individuals, and it matters for us as, as, as businesses, um, and also for our reputation as, as in the Bailiwick. I mean, data really is 
the fuel and the the engine room, if you like, of, of the economy, especially going forward. And we've all had uh, a particularly difficult year. And if we're going to be resilient in the face of those challenges, but also ready for when the economy is is recovering, which is we hope it will do very soon, um, then we need to be well positioned. And this is this is all part of it. Emma, thank you very much. You've explained very well what the new registration requirements and the existing ones are all about. So for anyone listening who is new to this whole idea, don't forget to get in touch with us. We've talked about our drop-ins, but we also have our website. So if you go to odpa.gg forward slash 2021, you can find out everything that you need to know about the registration procedures and how we can help you. And also we do have the podcasts that we've done recorded before that do go through lots of other things about data protection, which you might find helpful just if it's, it is new to you uh, to help introduce you to the subject. So thank you very much for listening. And I'll leave you with the radio advert that Emma and I mentioned earlier. Goodbye. Photos of me. What my boss thinks of me. How I voted. How to contact me. My fingerprints. That's all someone's personal data. Data protection is all about looking after this sort of information. That's because data protection is people protection. If you work with people's information, then during January and February 2021, you must register with the Data Protection Authority and meet your legal duties. If you care about people, then care about their data. Show you care. Visit odpa.gg forward slash 2021.